This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. No! Can't remember my roommate's name. But we couldn't get into the, our, our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go. Let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Mandy at Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and it's a great day. It's always a great day here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, but an extra special today because our good friend Theron Fleury is with us for one more segment, and he's agreed to answer some viewer and audience questions here. Uh, 1,000 games in the NHL, 1,000 points in the NHL, 1,000-plus in both those categories. Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist. What am I forgetting? You get a world medal? Well, did you know, did you know there's 15 guys in the history of the game who uh, averaged uh, a thousand games, averaged over a point a game in the regular season and in the playoffs, and 14 of them are in the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> We're going there, are we? Hey, <laughs> all right. Oh, yes. Can you guess which one isn't? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get upset when I think about that. I can't imagine what you think about that. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know? But, I, I get angry, and the where this came on my radar was when they announced the last two, three years of induction classes, I saw Gino Retta say, Theo's not in the hall because of a stigma. And I just lost my mind. What is the stigma? I don't know. Hmm. You tell me. I don't know. Have you give, been given a reason why it could be good? Nobody said a word to me. That's the funny thing, right? Nobody said a word. So, yeah. Too much fighting. Yeah, you fought too much. There's not a lot of fighters in the Hockey Hall of Fame, by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you've noticed. That's true. Uh, most of my penalty minutes were stick fractions, so. Protecting yourself. And 10-minute misconduct. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you think it'll happen? I don't know. I don't know. What I tell people, you know, the work's already been done. And if they see so uh, fit to put me in there, be honored, right? But as I've told you, you had a Hall of Fame career. To me, that's enough. You're a Hall of Famer to me, but I don't think that's holding any water with you. <laughs> Do you agree? No, no I, I, I already think I'm there. You are. Right? You know, and yeah, uh, they, hey, they're from like, the crowd. You know, yeah. <laughs> what's more important to me than anything else is I'm still here living and breathing. And that's, you know, ultimately what matters and what counts. And, you know, the thousands upon thousands of people, you know, that I've helped along the way to achieve, you know, sobriety and serenity and all those things. You know, I really believe, you know, that's the real reason why I was put here, you know, not the hockey to play stuff, hockey you know but the hockey sure. the hockey obviously gave me you know the voice that i have the platform the platform but you know at the end of the day um all i know is 
every single night, no matter what shape I was in, I gave you everything I had every single night. You know, I didn't take any nights off and, and uh, you know, so I'm at peace with that part of it. And, uh, you know, every day I spend trying to, you know, just get better, right? Be better today than I right. was yesterday. So many people don't. And um, I do want to get to these viewer comments in a second, but I can't let you go without asking you this. This is hard for 99.9% of people to understand. You get it. Theo and I were both trained from the same recovery academy in Connecticut, uh, CCAR. Have you reached the point of being grateful for all you went through? Yeah, 100%. Right. Who would, but, but you know people are watching this going, how could he be grateful? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I see my parents as a gift. I see Graham James as a gift. Um, because without those experiences... You know, I'm not here today doing what I'm doing, right? And I'm, I'm probably having a bigger impact today than I ever did playing hockey, you know, and that's, that's what matters. That's what counts. And, right. you know, there, what people don't realize is there's gifts in pain and suffering. It's why the creator gives us adversity is to build resilience in us. And once you have resilience... There isn't anything that the world throws at you that you can't overcome or turn, you know, the, the proverbial uh, chicken shit into chicken salad. You know what I mean? And so um, I believe that's the greatest gift that I was given my whole entire life was adversity because it built this resilient guy who, you know, pretty much overcame everything that was thrown at him. And that's, and that's the example, right? Yes, and, and I know you're inspiring. You said thousands. I think it's millions. But this is a hilarious story. Theo was good enough to open his home to me. And you rem what do you got, 10-foot doors at the front of that thing? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you peaked at, what are you, 5'7"? Five, 5'6". Five, five, yeah. five, yeah. five, you peeked out from the behind this door. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking around this mansion. You could tell I was stunned because right. I've heard all the stories. I've watched the videos. I read the book. I'm, I thought you were living in a cardboard box. You're in a freaking mansion. <laughs> Do you remember what you said? No. I didn't spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog has a steam room. Yes. <laughs> so you've turned that into a pretty good life. Yeah. Like that house is, it's been great. It's the dream. It's been great. And, you know, my wife is similar to me. Um, she's an incredibly hard worker. She's very smart. Um, she actually just took, took over uh, my company and is running my company now. And we're, uh, we're having lots of fun uh, traveling around and doing speaking engagements together and, and, you know, helping people come to grips with their traumatic experiences that they've experienced in life. Mm -hmm. right? And she can totally relate, right? And... You know, she's an incredibly talented human being when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, in the 10 years we've been together, we've never been on a vacation together. So we built that house to be... Why would you need to leave? <laughs> to be, to be all, all of that. Hot tub, steam room, sauna, I think. Yeah. Movie theater. Yeah. With, by the way, what, your three most meaningful jerseys to you on the yeah. wall? Yeah. What are they again? Uh, Stanley Cup, Canada Cup, and Olympic gold. Olympic medal. gold. Yep. Yeah, not bad. I would have loved to put my World Junior up there, but there's enough room. So I could only the punch up in Pia Stanny. No, no, the the gold medal. Oh, we I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Well, talks about you know it's kind of trumped what we did the year after. You know, we went into Moscow, into the Soviet Union, and beat the Russians right in their own barn in the same rink that Paul Henderson scored the goal in 1972, you know, 20, 20 snotty-nosed brats from Canada went into Russia and stole the gold medal right from them. I honestly did not realize you'd won World Junior Gold. Yeah. So there's another reason to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Olympic and I was gold the captain of the team. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> by the way, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, thank you, Theo, for being you. I don't need no Hall of Fame to prove you're a great hockey player and an even better man. Bravo, Theo. John, I want to back. 
Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, uh, there's purpose in pain, Rod and Theo. It's our calling. Jack does the same thing. He does it with football players. Oh, yeah. They're a different breed. Oh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events. We're getting... This is the sports version of Dr. Phil here today. Nelson says, you're getting deep on the show. Where does that will to change come from? Well, it was either that or die. Right? Right. Not a lot of options when you're at the end of the road. (laughs) I was. That's where we were headed, right? Yeah. That's where... But isn't it interesting that, you know, that God always brings us back to him? Oh, yeah. Because I remember uh, the day before I got sober, I, I, I burned every single relationship in my life. Everybody was gone. And the only person who was left was God. And I reached out to God and asked him for help. And the next showed day, up. the next day was the day that I stopped drinking. And that was almost 6,500 days ago. How many years? I'm bad at math. How many years is it now? 17. 17 plus eight here. I had it right. 25 years between the two of us. So (laughs) that is amazing. Kevin from right down here in the audience says, the Hall of Fame should be based on his play and not anything else. It's insane. He isn't in already. I don't totally disagree with his politics, but he was out. He was one of the best... You don't totally agree with his politics, right? Typo. He says, but he was one of the best to play the game. <sighs> is the is the politics to you though is not a playground? Like you're very serious mm-hmm. about this, yeah. right? You you don't do it for entertainment. No, no. Um, you know, I think I said this on the last show, but I, I was not interested in politics at all. I don't think I. Until 2015, I, I think I might have voted once in the federal election. And then, uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, I was a big Trump fan prior to him becoming business Paul, guy. a business guy. Yeah. You know, I'd read all of his books and, and stuff, met him a few times when I was in New York. And, uh, you know, when he came down the escalator, I started following politics and realized that... Um, you know, we, we had been bamboozled for a long time. And, uh, um, and really, at the end of the day, uh, I figured out I was a patriot, a freedom-loving patriot, uh, free speech, free choice, and all of that. And I saw, I saw uh, us going down a path that I didn't want to go down personally, you know? And... Uh, and so I started speaking out and, and then I started doing research and, you know, went down the proverbial rabbit hole and realized that uh, we were going down a place that uh, I didn't want to go down. And because I have a, a voice, um, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Well, when did you find out that while you have a lot of people screaming at you on the one side, you got a lot of people supporting yeah. you on the other side? Yeah. When did that? You didn't plan that. No, and that, but that's politics, and that's you know the political uh, atmosphere that we live in now. You know, there there is no more center, right? There is no more center. You have to choose left or right. You know, and it's unfortunate that you know the left and the right never get in the same room and debate anymore like we did in the in the old days. And I wish that would happen because I know that if we went through that exercise, we'd all end up in the same place. Mm -hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing is, you know, we have politicians who are deliberately dividing us and that's not their job. That's, you know, uh, we the people, right? We, We are supposed to run government and that is completely flipped around where the government is now dictating to us, you know, what we should do. Well, who, what, when, where, and how. And that's... Not right. Not right. Yeah, and that's not just in Canada. No, it's, see it, it's, 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 it's all it's over the world. world. It's all over the world. Yeah. You see what's happening in France. You know, you see what's happening in the Netherlands. You see what's happening all over the world. You know, it's very... Um, but, you know, I still have faith that we will... Uh, 
bring down this horrible system and we will create a system where everybody can prosper and because let's face it we should all be living in abundance there shouldn't be any homelessness there shouldn't be any uh drug addiction there shouldn't be any of that stuff you know and that's a direct result of the system that we live in it's coming from somewhere for sure and i will end it with this um just back to that Lanny Roast. It was on the floor of the Saddle Dome. I don't know how many people were there. A thousand? Yeah. And Theo came walking down. <laughs> I don't know if it was you or your wife, but I know this. The whole place just stopped and looked at you guys. <laughs> and uh, you had like a tuxedo on, and she had, again, an Academy Awards thing. And I thought, they love this guy. And you guys had the best time up on the stage. Everybody had their red Flames jerseys on. Yeah. It's good for you in Calgary, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a Western Canadian kid. I couldn't have been drafted by a better team. Uh, I couldn't have been mentored by a better group of guys. Um, you know, from Harley and BJ and Doc Seaman to Cliff Fletcher to Al Coates, Al McNeil, to Lanny, Pep, Timmy Hunter, Dougie Gilmore. You know, all those guys were part of that team. And, and, uh, and when you win a Stanley Cup, in a city, yeah, you won't. You, you can ride it forever. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, not only were you expected to be a great player for the organization, you were expected to be a part part of the community, and I think that's one of the biggest things that I took took away from being a Calgary Flame was, you know, this is a community, and it takes a community to have an NHL team in a small market, and uh, we were taught right from day one that we were expected to be a part of the community. And so when I was deciding where I wanted to live after I retired, you know, and Alberta is probably one of the most charitable provinces in the whole, on the whole entire planet. And uh, I've been a part of some great charities here, the Juvenile Diabetes, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Now I have my own foundation, the Breaking Free Foundation. Uh, I belong to a global mental health organization out of New York called We're All a Little Crazy. So, <laughs> so you know, it's, it's all part of, of uh, giving back, right? Because without the fans, there's there, no hockey. There is no us. Yeah. Theo, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. There's a lineup of folks here that want to see him. Carter, he's done. Carter, he wants a picture with you. There he is. Another Manitoba guy. We'll be right back in the Moose. We'll rejoin us. We have our NHL Top 5, Bottom 5 coming up. We'll take a look at tonight in the NHL and more. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com Must be 19+. plus. Use your game sense.
All right, we're back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You see, it's that time. We've got the Bet Regal robot, and we've got Darren Moose DuPont with us. We do it every week for Bet Regal. It's a segment called Bad Beats, and it is uh, events in games that beat your ticket and cost you some money. Moose, what do you got for Bad Beats this week, sir? Oh, NCAA basketball. Now, it's not Furman. It's not Fairleigh Dickinson. It's not Princeton or any of these wild finishes because that wouldn't have affected the betting line, right? It was Gonzaga TCU. Gonzaga favored by four and a half points. Four and a half points. They hit two free throws at the end of the game to go up by six. There's 0.7 seconds left. The game is over. No chance for TCU. What did they do? You've seen basketball players. They rolled the ball down the floor so the clock doesn't start. Nobody did anything. And what did TCU do? Picked the ball up at the last second, ho-hum, drained a three-pointer, and everybody who bet Gonzaga lost the bet, even though they won the game. And it was over 70% of voters that had picked Gonzaga to win, and they were crushed with 0.7 seconds left. Well, let's be honest, all of March Madness really is a bad beat. I mean, the <laughs> highest number ever filling out a bracket, which means the highest number of losers. But you know what? I think that's fun. Oh, yeah. So much fun. You know, there was videos you can watch of the, the sports books in Vegas at Caesars Palace, at MGM, and these different sports books, uh, the physical ones, where the bettors were throwing their papers at the buzzer as the sound goes off. And you can only imagine the tension uh, in the room. Wild stuff. Hey, hey, Ryan O Radio uh, checking in from WQEE. He says King Rod is on his throne. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the always fun bad beat segment. And by the way, we have our NHL top five, bottom five coming up. Um, and I'll keep the robe on for that. But I do want to say something with Theo, and he's understandably mobbed here when he left the stage uh, by people that wanted <laughs> to see him. Very popular guy, very polarizing guy, obviously. And he's okay with that. But from our audience, some questions have come in, and I hope, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Theo, uh, Darren, and our viewers as much as I did, and listeners. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Oh, I read that once already. He says, thank you, Theo, for being you. In Tallahassee, Florida, Corey is watching the Hockey Club podcast. He says, Fleur speaks truth. It's not politics. And Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, has a question. He says, how do both of you as people in recovery control the urge hosting events in bars, pubs, and casinos? It's actually funny that he asks that. And I'll answer this. I mean, most days we, we stay right on the sports topic, but today we kind of ventured into life. You know this, Darren, as my boss. It's not a secret, but when I entered recovery, I was number one directed to go to a treatment center, rehab. And I said, nope, not going. Nope. In retrospect, I should have gone, but I didn't go. But the guy that was uh, doing that directive says, okay, you need to meet these three conditions for you to keep your job. And one was you have to abstain from alcohol, and uh, that includes desserts, you know, with alcohol in them. Like, no alcohol, period. And I said, I can, I can do that. Two, you need to travel with a chaperone wherever you go because I travel all the time. I had to have a guy living with me, staying with me. It was embarrassing. Sad thing is, my life was that embarrassing that I needed it. So they did that. And then three, I was not allowed to go anywhere where alcohol was present for work. I'm like, buddy, do you understand what I do for a living? I broadcast from arenas and stadiums and sports banquets and sports bars and casinos. This isn't going to work. I have to go into these places. He didn't last much longer as my counselor, if you will, and I'm with a new guy now, but that's when I realized there's a, there's a specialized area to what I'm doing here in recovery, so I turned that into an industry myself. But how, you asked about the urge. I don't have the urge, and Theo can tell you the same. I shouldn't speak for him, but for me, when I sit and think of what alcohol's rob, robbed me of in my life, what it's taken away, pretty much everything, I have no urge. And I don't even think about it anymore. I don't want to don't even think about it. So, yeah. Now, 
NHL top five, bottom five. Uh, let's go for our exclusive betting partner and sports book. Bet Regal will start with the number one team in the National Hockey League. It's not even a surprise. A wire to wire, Boston Bruins, number one team in the NHL. 11 losses, only moose in regulation. The NHL record is eight, but this is still very good. Number two team, the Carolina Hurricanes. They're the second team to 100 points this season in the NHL. They just hit it last night. They're rolling into the playoffs. Number three team. And the NHL is the Vegas Golden Knights. No matter what Theo says, number one in the West. They've won eight of their last ten games. We'll see them live here in Calgary Thursday night. Number four, the Minnesota Wild have finally made it into the top five. They are tied for the Central Division lead, and they are tuning up at the right time. And the number five team, <laughs> cover your ears, everybody. The Edmonton Oilers. They've won four in a row. They're actually tied with Colorado with 88 points. The Oilers are a team you're going to want to watch. Bottom five teams in the National Hockey League right now. And by the way, Moose, yeah, your leaf slipped out of the top five. Number 28, the Montreal Canadiens. The future is bright in Montreal, but not now. You've got to stop winning like they did against Tampa last night. Number 29, the Chicago Blackhawks. Not sure what they're doing, but they are in the Bedard sweepstakes. Number 30, the Anaheim Ducks. Don't look now. They have the NHL's worst plus-minus goal differential at minus 104. Really bad, oh, Anaheim. No. Second-worst team, the San Jose Sharks. They have the second-best odds to land Connor Bedard, and quite frankly, I hope that they get him. And the worst teams, the Columbus Blue Jackets. We have to at least applaud their very successful <laughs> way of tanking by getting rid of all their goalies, and they can't win. Uh, except for last night. They couldn't figure that one out, but the Columbus Blue Jackets, the worst team in the NHL. That's our top five, bottom five. And to be honest, Darren, I agonized a lot over it. I'd love to know your thoughts. Boston, Carolina, Vegas, Minnesota, Edmonton. I'm not married to these, but those are five pretty good teams right now in the NHL. Oh, are they all? And here's the thing. I look, I'm looking at some of the records in some of the you know last 10 games, streaks. All these teams that are in the playoffs... Edmonton 8-2-0, Colorado 7-2-1, Minnesota 7-1-2, right? The teams that are gearing up for the playoffs are playing pretty good hockey. Dallas 6-3-1, and, and you know, the Rangers 6-3, but it's L.A. for me that's the one that I think might or could be in that top five. Um, they're 8-0-2 yep. in their last 10. They've only had two regulation losses in their last 17 games. Uh, they're a team that's peaking right now, and with Edmonton breathing down their neck, they're doing everything they can to hold on to home ice in that first round of the playoffs, which I think could end up being pretty big. Uh, Theron Fleury has predicted the L.A. Kings will represent the West in the Stanley Cup final. And by the way, that is the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Uh, that is the NHL's Stanley Cup champion will come from blank conference. And I'm just checking the Twitter poll right now. What are they saying on YouTube, uh, Clark? 61% saying the Eastern Conference will win it. You? Yeah, YouTube is saying the Eastern Conference. Theo said the Eastern Conference will win the Stanley Cup. I'll remind you that it was the Western Conference last year, the Colorado Avalanche, that won the Stanley Cup. I don't think I asked you what you're voting on the poll. What, what are you saying? It could be a case of the East beating themselves up a little bit to get to the playoffs because it's so tough, but I got to go with the East as well. It's just so much deeper, and I think that the team that gets to the Stanley Cup final is going to be more battle-tested and just be in a better spot. It's going to be fun, isn't it? Uh, by the way, oh, yeah. on the way, Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, and uh, Clark will tell me when he's logged in, and this is Moose's last segment. Okay, okay, this is Moose's last segment of the day. Norm Fong has written in, the Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Rough Riders and formerly the L.A. Sharks. Fongo says, great seeing Theo on the show again. Signed Fongo. He's always very popular. And, hey, by the way, Theo went after the jugular of the Hockey Hall of Fame, if you notice that. <laughs> Why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Come on. Thousand-plus games. Thousand-plus points. Stanley Cup. Olympic gold. World Junior gold. He's a living, breathing Hall of Famer. It makes no sense. Uh, Sean in Vancouver writes that he says, speaking of Kadri, he hasn't scored in 16 games. As Theo said, not much chemistry on this team. And Theo said they're not having fun. That's very evident. But who is having a lot of fun 
is the Florida Panthers. And, and uh, I'll let you go in a minute or two, Moose, but I just want to ask you this about the junior hockey playoffs. Where you are in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, is it a, is it a lock, Pats, Blades? Are, are we guaranteed of this? I don't know if we're guaranteed of that yet, but that's, I think in all likelihood, that's what we're going to get, and that's what we want. I mean, unbelievable stuff. You get a little bit of that rivalry renewed. I think in recent years, it's been more Pats Warriors and Blades Raiders, but if you can get Saskatoon, Regina, the two big cities head-to-head, Bedard, um, you start selling out tickets. I know the Blades, um, I believe, have almost sold out their playoff packages, which is unheard of. You know, for that rink in junior hockey, they're going to have single-game tickets available. But, I mean, if we're talking sellouts in junior hockey, man, uh, you better believe it's going to be great. 14000 and change for Sunday's game there. To watch the Pats beat the Blades 4-2, I mean, we do have a lot of viewers in both cities right now. This is not a slam dunk. The, the Blades, 97 points. They've had a hell of a season. The Pats, 72. That's quite a disparity. Is there any chance the Pats could pull off an upset in the eventuality of a first-round meeting in your mind? Well, that will be exciting. And, and obviously, when you have Connor Bedard, you can outscore your problems. And I think that's what the Pats hope to do. But also, in that game, I mean, the Blades, I think they outshot uh, the Pats 48-22, something like that. So clearly, we know, you know the Blades, maybe as a whole group, continue to play really well. But Kelton Pine, a, a goaltender most people in this country have never heard of, played really well. And if they get good goaltending and Bedard scores a few goals, you know the playoffs, Roddy. That's all it takes. Uh, Frank Salazar writing in. He says, Rod, your thoughts on the NHL signing with Fanatics for the Jersey deal? We discussed it yesterday. I'm not interested in talking about that today. Steve Kimball writes in. He says, Lanny McDonald and the old boys club not open to voting. Lanny's the problem with the Hall of Fame. It's awkward, I would think, that Lanny's the chairman of the Hall of Fame and Theo's not in there. I'm hoping, because of the type of guy that Lanny is, that he can twist some arms and get Theo in and do the right thing. Moose, we're done. Great job. Thanks for popping back on today. Enjoy the rest of your day. You bet. Enjoy Calgary. Great show today. Thank you. A team that is having a lot of fun is the Florida Panthers, despite last night's loss in Philly and the voice of the Panthers. Doug Plagans joins us next. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're the gateway of the foothills, live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and we're Atlanta's NHL show, WQEE The Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, if you love the timeless music of the Eagles, and who doesn't, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute on Thursday, April 27th, right here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. NHL last night, Travis Sanheim scored twice, caught a hot, made 41 saves, and the Philadelphia Flyers defeated the Florida Panthers 6-3. Brandon Montour had a goal and a helper. Matthew Kachuk and Sam Reinhardt also scored for Florida. I listened to it with this guy, Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers. And uh, 6-3, Doug, thanks for coming on, by the way, the day after the game, because I know it had to be a late night for you. You sounded a little deflated. The team sounded a little deflated, especially coming after a three-game win streak. What went on last night in Philly? <laughs> For the cats yeah it was a it was just one of those nights and thanks for having me uh just wasn't the uh, the panthers night that was kind of the vibe you got uh there late in the second period it was close for a while and then philadelphia scored uh, three in the final i believe three minutes six seconds of the second period they took that 5-2 lead so that was kind of where uh, the panthers fell behind and and they they kept it interesting they looked like they had a chance to Come back in the third, they got back to within a pair, had a, a couple of power plays, but ultimately Philadelphia prevailed in that one. I think the big picture thing to look at, just like, and I said this in the post game, you don't want to get too excited after a win. You also don't want to get too deflated after one loss because this is a playoff race. The Panthers, despite losing, still find themselves in a wild card spot here at this moment. 
and they're 2011 and three since the turn of the new year. This has been something that's been building. This team's really found its footing, really gotten some traction in the second half of the year. So they position themselves in a good spot, and uh, they're still very much, uh, again, as far as I'm concerned, in the driver's seat for one of these wild card spots. Well, I got to ask you. November, December, when I was around and going to the games, they seemed languishing some at somewhat. What changed? The calendar? And who gets credit for well, this play? The, 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 ca- the calendar did change, but I don't think that was the, uh, the biggest factor. It, you look at, as you mentioned, November, December, January as well. The Panthers played a grind of a schedule. It was unlike anything I've seen. Uh, they were on the road so much there, especially in January. There was a stretch, if you count Sunrise, between the 6th and 24th of January, the Panthers were in 10 different cities in less than three weeks. So they played a grind of a schedule in January. And you remember back to the early part of the season, they had a, a prolonged stretch with no Aaron Ekblad, a stretch without Alexander Barkov. They had a stretch without Anton Lundell, without Radko Gudis. They had some key players going in and out. It really wasn't until Anthony Duclair came back that you were able to say the Panthers had their optimal lineup on the ice. And now you look back at, especially this month of March, the Panthers have been at home a lot. They are knock on wood, despite a couple of guys, Duclair being one of them uh, out last night, the Panthers got back to full health at a time when a lot of teams are dealing with, uh, with injuries piling up here late in the year. So the Panthers were able to get everybody on the ice, have their maximum depth, and they were able to enjoy some time on home ice. Paul Maurice also talks about the fact that it was that January 1st game against the New York Rangers. The Panthers didn't win that game at FLA Live Arena, but Paul Maurice specifically liked the way the Panthers finished that game. Their second and third periods back on January 1st against the Rangers. That was where things really turned, and they've been able to keep the game consistent since then, and it's a game they feel they can replicate every night, and that's why they've uh, had a chance to win every night. And you look at, in addition to that, the heavy lifting that the big guns have done. Matthew Kachuk, Alexander Barkov, these guys have been great, and Sergei Bobrovsky between the pipes has shouldered a heavy load, and he's been outstanding too. There's a lot to talk with you about, Doug, and I obviously I'm not going to keep you long, just another six, seven minutes, but... We talk here in Calgary about a team that's not having fun. Theron Fleury was just on the air talking about it here earlier. It's very evident. But I watch the Panthers games, and I watch a lot of times from ice level, they're having fun. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't see them at practice or morning skate. I watch them in the games, and they're smiling ear to ear, and they, these guys love each other. What's up with that? Like, it's, yeah. it seems to me not normal. What's with these guys? Well, you know, it's, again, that's something that a lot of people have pointed to. You're not the not the only person who's noticed that. This group of guys genuinely enjoys being around each other. They enjoy spending time together on and off the ice. And it's a group of guys that really care about each other. And a lot of credit goes to Bill Zito and the, the Panthers hockey operations and scouting staff for going out and finding high-character guys over the last few years and high-character guys that can blend together pretty seamlessly. Uh, you look at the the way this roster is overturned the last few years, there are a lot of guys who've come into this group and they've all really just blended together well. So, uh, again, the coaching staff, the, the leadership group of the team, no doubt that they deserve a lot of credit, but Bill Zito and the Panthers scouting staff for finding high-character players who are able to blend together well, uh, a lot of credit goes to them too. This is something you hear a lot and it sounds cliche sometimes but it's genuine with the Panthers this group really does enjoy being around each other and uh, and again every night when they hit the ice they're playing for the guy next to him and that goes a long way it shows but in your mind Doug was there a coming out party for Matthew Kachuk because remember I'm here in Calgary so people are saying to me oh you're in Florida half the year uh, how's Kachuk doing now down there I said well look how he's doing he's leading the team in scoring MVP of the all-star week and I said aside from Tua and Tyree Kill he might be the most popular athlete in South Florida um yeah where, where was his coming out party with the Panthers and the fans do you think I tell you what from the start of the season he's produced every single night goals assists getting under the skin of the opposition just infusing an attitude and a swagger and a confidence into this team from the outset his presence has been noticeable it's been felt he's meant more than you could even quantify 
to this Panthers team over the course of the year. And you look at his numbers, you look at how many multi-point games he's had. He's over 30 multi-point games on the year. Doesn't matter who he's played with. He's produced every single night. And the guy just hasn't had a cold stretch at all. It's tough to go through a whole NHL season without any kind of slump, but he's managed to do that. And the fans love him down here. He made a, a just a... He was really the, I guess, in a sense, the mayor of the All-Star Weekend, not only winning the MVP, but he was front and center at so many of the events. Uh, he and Alexander Barkov as the Panthers All-Star representatives. He has meant so much to this team and to the market and the region as a whole. Uh, folks just love this guy. They love rooting for him every single night. And then you watch him play. Paul Maurice has talked about this a lot. His hands around the net are just otherworldly. He doesn't just tip pucks. He steers pucks. He directs them to where he wants them to go. And then you look at his assist totals on the year. I don't think Matthew gets the credit around the league that he deserves for how good of a passer he is, how good of a distributor of the puck he, he is. He can find teammates all over the place. And again, that's why he's uh, closing in on 100 points here as we uh, head down the home stretch. Well, just when you talk to a Flames fan or a hockey person here, and they're just like, oh, how did we let him get away? Uh, so anyways, Florida's uh, gain is their loss. And I want to say this. How much, lastly, how much fun was the Montreal game, Doug? Because I was listening to it, and you're halfway through the first period. You're like, well, fans, the last time the Panthers or the Habs allowed six goals was March 11th. And Bill Lindsay go make it seven. Like, you couldn't keep up with, with the goals going in. What was it like in the arena that night? It was like nothing I'd ever seen. And I know it's one of those games coaches don't want to see that. Uh, but uh, as it's going on, you're thinking, you know what, as long as we get the two points here tonight from the Panthers' perspective, we're at the point in the season where a win's a win and you just you just take it. And as the game was going on, you just had to realize, okay, this is something we don't see every day. This is an anomaly. Let's just uh, let's just take this all in for what it is. And again, fortunately, uh, from the Panthers' perspective, they wound up with the two points in that game. And things, if you can believe it, actually did calm down a bit as far as the goal scoring goes. It ended 9-5, to five, but uh, as the game went on, things did, uh, I guess the goal scoring did calm down in the, uh, in the later stages. But that was a wild one. And, you know, we're referencing different points in history and mentioning teams like the Hartford Whalers and Montreal Maroons to illustrate, uh, you know, the magnitude historically of what was going on that night in terms of the quantity of goals scored. So it was, it was something you certainly don't see every day. And from the Panthers' perspective, we're at a point in the year where the two points are the biggest thing that matters. And at the end of it, that was the biggest thing we were talking about. Yeah, well, I do love the fun that you and Billy have together on the air. It's, that's very evident, too. Uh, let me just say this, groundswell of talk of playoffs there in South Florida, people getting hyped up in the region. I, I see the attendance is baffle right now. What's the, what's the vibe? Well, people are excited. They know this is a team that has achieved some success the last couple of years, obviously, and a team that certainly has the talent not only to get into the playoffs, but to make a run once they do get there. And uh, and right now they find themselves in one of those wild card spots as you and I talk right here. So playing great hockey in the second half, the buzz is building. The fans want to see this team back in the playoffs. No doubt about that. The players certainly hungry every single night, and they're enjoying being a part of this race as well. And, uh, and I just... Uh, uh, I, I've thought for a while here this team was going to get its way back into one of those playoff spots. I'm very optimistic that they will. They're playing great at a great time of the season. And uh, and again, last night's game, that was one they'll just move on from. But 2011-3 since January 1st, I can't drive that home enough. This isn't something that's just been uh, you know a hot streak over the last couple of weeks. This has been something that's built over time. You roll out 2011-3 over a full season, and that's better than a wild card team. That's going to put you in the top three in your division so this team knows that they uh, they have what it takes to get into a playoff spot and then make some noise once they get there well, kudos to the players and the coaching staff for sure and uh, keep it rolling and Doug be sure to enjoy it and I know you are see you soon my friend thanks for the time today thanks very much Rod the radio voice of the Florida Panthers Doug Plagans We'll be right back with Overtime. We'll take a look at uh, a sports update and audience takeover when we return. We're live on Game Plus Television, iHeartRadio. We're live streaming on YouTube, and we are Atlantis. 
NHL radio show on your Southern Home of Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. One more time today, live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Doesn't that look fun? We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and WQEE Radio. And as uh, we could end this the way we opened it, tell me where you are watching or listening from today on our text line, 902-518-3033. We had a ton off the hip-hop, off the jump. But then it's got kind of cold, and we got seven minutes, producer Clark tells me here, before we wind it up for the day. Where are you consuming today's program from? Maybe you're listening to the podcast days later. Doesn't mean you can't text me now as soon as you hear it. 902-518-3033. It was a very, not emotional per se, show today. Theo and I talk about this stuff all the time, but maybe for some of our audience it was... A different kind of day. Mike in Speedy Creek writes in and Swift Current says, it's ridiculous that Theron Fleury is not in the Hall of Fame based on what he has done. It's supposed to be based on your hockey performance. Flames fan from the beginning, says Mike in Swift Current. That's why I get upset about this because I'm not that big into the Combine and draft even though my guy kevin and i are going on saturday right kev we're going to the combine the cfl combine this weekend to say that we went i mean and to see the cfl personalities but i'm not that big into the draft i've always been really big into the hall of fames of every league and i love the debate who's worthy and who's not but things have changed with halls of fames now and it's not about your career it's gotten political And I'm kind of over all of that. And that's why I wasn't even going to bring it up today with Theo. He brought it up. How and why he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And and I love Gino Retta. He's a great guy. But it was TSN's Gino Retta who said on TSN one day, Theo's not in the Hall of Fame because of the stigma. And it just sent me around the bed. Why? Because he's in a recovery from addiction? Because he's a victim of child sex abuse? because he had addiction problems related to that. There's so much people don't understand about that world, and that's keeping him out of the Hall of Fame because he was an addict? Oh, and by the way, he's 17 years sober? Or is it now because of his political views? I don't really know. None of that should matter. It should be about the fact he's over 1,000 games played, over 1,000 points scored, Stanley Cup, Olympic gold, World Junior gold. What else is there? It's wrong, and it's sad to me that the debates we used to have with Halls of Fame doesn't even matter anymore because it's not about the career. We used to sit and debate who should get in and who shouldn't based on their career. Eric Lindros, Pavel Bure, neither one a Stanley Cup. But are they Hall of Famers? Yeah, probably. Oh, who did he vote for? Oh, did he drink too much? Phil in Dauphin, Manitoba watching on game plus tv says good day good day big fan of theo flurry his book got me through the lockdown pandemic he says i loved watching him play especially in the o2 gold medal game when i see him and people who struggled but made it through the song from elton john i'm still standing definitely comes to mind watch the elton john movie holy smokes rocket man it's one of the best i've seen And yeah, I'm still standing. Theo is a testament, uh, inspiration to thousands, if not millions. And he's not in the Hall of Fame because why? What does it say that he's being excluded from something? What more has he got to do? 
And as I said to him, you've had a Hall of Fame career. That should be enough. That's just how I feel about him. He doesn't agree. <laughs> so fair. That's why, I, but I'm a, I can sleep at night with my own career and the things that I've been through. I've got the best-selling books. I've got the championship rings. I've got the show on national television. I don't need to be recognized for anything. I've had the career. I sleep just fine. Except last night, right? Uh, a sports update on this Wednesday. There are just two games in the NHL tonight, including the surging Edmonton Oilers at home to the Arizona Coyotes. Edmonton's won four in a row, eight of their last ten. Elsewhere tonight, Sidney Crosby. And the Pittsburgh Penguins take on Nathan McKinnon and the Colorado Avalanche. It's a double dip tonight on national television, I believe. The Toronto Raptors will try to keep a seven-game home win streak alive when they host the Indiana Pacers at a key matchup in the NBA's Eastern Conference playoff race. The Raptors hold down ninth while the Pacers are three points back in 11. Oh, by the way, how about the Atlanta Hawks? Here come the Hawks. We had our way last night with the Pistons. 129-107. The World Baseball Classic will return for its sixth edition in March 2026 with organizers concluding that spring training remains a better time than after the World Series or in the middle of the MLB season. Tuesday night, Shohei Otani struck out LA Angels teammate Mike Trout for the final out to give Japan a 3-2 win over the defending champion USA and the World Baseball Classic championship game in Miami. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas, coming to theaters March 24th. That's this Friday night, John Wick Chapter 4, starring Keanu Reeves. In this one, John Wick takes on his most lethal adversaries yet in the upcoming fourth installment of the series. With the price on his head ever increasing, Wick takes his fight against the high table global. Mmm, sounds spectacular to me, John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, what do we got here? Tomorrow, we're going to have uh, some special guests here from the Muay Thai World Cup. It's coming up this weekend. Here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Who else we got tomorrow, Clark? Can we say Ruben? Oh, Jim Clubberlang, Canada's foremost NFL expert. Jeff the Stams fan says, I'm no expert and have no business, but maybe as Theo was to say, I don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. The, the comments are coming in too crazy. I'm sorry. From WQEE Rock, another great RP show. Great interviews. Go Panthers. That's right, man. Go Cats. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here live on Game Plus. And the key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.